0: Brooke Louise Wellness is a space I created when I was longing for a community that could bring together like-minded people and a place where I could be unapologetically, authentically myself. I'd love to share with my community about all things ranging from self-confidence and self-worth to my business, relationships, and so much more. I'm here to change the norm. Are you with me? Hey guys and welcome to today's episode. Today I'm going to be talking about the art of cultivation. Cultivating joy, positivity and self-love into our lives. I mean I think that's something that you know you hear that sentence and you're like yeah hell yeah that's what I want in my life every single day. How the hell do I do that? How do I cultivate that in my life? You know, I can't just be like, live, laugh, love every day, like, and just be happy. How do you do it? So we're going to start off by creating a, an atmosphere of growth into our everyday lives so, so that we're consistently leveling up. And I say that with the little bunny hands in the air, because, um, I just love the words "leveling up." It makes me feel excited to grow, um, and and hit that next sort of goal that I have, and keep going. Um, if you've ever not listened to the what is it, the Sierra song, um, what is it called? Love, I think isn't it just called "Level Up"? Anyway, whatever. It's great. Please listen to it. It's amazing. I listen to that every time I don't want to work out. And then I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I need to get like buff and fit and everything. So, (laughs) so moving on. (laughs) Um, So I think what we're first going to talk about is creating positive habits that are going to cultivate that atmosphere of growth. So we use decision making to choose the habits that we form and we use the willpower to get the habits started and then we can allow the extraordinary power of habit to take over. So therefore we're creating that cultivate. We're cultivating that atmosphere of growth. So think about. I'm not going to go too in depth with creating habits because I would love to do a separate episode on this. Um, but think about the habits that you have. Are they positive habits or are they negative habits? Are they going to benefit you in cultivating that atmosphere of growth, or is it going to cultivate an atmosphere of death <laughs> and negativity and shit and just terrible. Like you may as well just like stop. So we got to think about that first and foremost, and then we're going to move on to cultivating positivity to begin with, because I think that's something that is really important when we are starting at least, or just during our self development journeys. Um, So, you know, you're not going to get anywhere if you're not positive about the journey that you're taking. So, when we're cultivating positivity in our lives, we need to not act upon negative thoughts. So, when you're being triggered, you have to be mindful, observe and analyze and then notice what's happening, you know, what's happening in your mind or in your body or in your, you know, surroundings that's happening that is creating this negative thought What are your negative thoughts telling you to do? You know, like if there's someone really annoying in front of you and you just really want to punch them, your negative thoughts are telling you to punch them. But, you know, are you really going to act upon that? Is that really going to bring a positive outcome? Because I think it speaks for itself. Like, I think it's pretty obvious that's not going to be positive. So, what we're going to do is try not to embody a bad mood. So you know what I mean? Like body language, it's so important. You can always tell someone's true mood by their body language. So we're not going to embody this bad bad mood. And like, notice what's happening when you are like in a shitty mood. What is your body doing without you even realizing it? Like, are you feeling stressed? Are you tensing your body? Are you like burning on the inside, clenching your fists, maybe? Rise above the negative limiting beliefs about yourself. So a bad mood is an emotion that occurs when we hold things within ourselves. So I think... It's a great transition into talking about cultivating joy, but I just want to have a quick chat about um, holding on to negative thoughts and and beliefs and feelings and whatnot. Um, I think a great way to let go of these negative beliefs is to meditate. Sit on it and think about it. Where is it stemming from? Why are you feeling this? Why are you holding on to it? Maybe it's something subconscious that you haven't thought about. It's something that I like to do this when I feel negative emotions or sort of an emotion that I'm like, okay, this could be an emotion that's stale from my past. Do I really want to hold on to this? Is this subconsciously me like thinking it's going to happen again? So I'm slightly kind of protecting myself, even though I don't need to protect myself, if that makes any sense. So I sit... I think about how I'm feeling. I really tune into myself because I know myself better than anyone else and I always want to keep it that way. So I sit, I either put music on or I just sit in complete silence and I think about the feelings and I let the bad shit wash over me. I identify it, but I don't let it sit and stay. It's not welcome. Negative shit is not welcome in my life. See you later. (laughs) so we're going to move over to cultivating joy into your everyday life. Um, so I really, this again, I mean, all of these points that I'm going to make are so important and, and they are so ingrained in my everyday life that I honestly couldn't picture every single day without all of these little tools and and thoughts and things like that. So, joy can mean a lot of different things to all different people. Um, But for me, I feel a lot of joy when I'm achieving things and, you know, living without expectations in my life. So, I'm going to go into this a little bit more. So, achievement is not for the select few. Achievement is simply for those who never quit set goals, who put the most steps in front of the others. Achievement is for those who can overcome the greatest obstacles of all, which is your mind. So we need to eradicate expectations in our lives. You know, a life without expectations reveals a life of inspirations. And that is huge in my life. I used to have expectations on myself and of everyone else. I, had, I know that I've done this within relationships and friendships and even with my own family. I have these expectations of how people are meant to act, what they're meant to do, what their decisions are meant to be without actually voicing it to them. And this, again, there's so many things in my life that are so important, but especially for me, communication is so, so incredibly important in every single relationship and connection that you have in your life. So I created this thing. I mean, it's probably been created before, but it's something called triple C. So it's crystal clear communication. And whenever I am with someone or around someone that's, you know, maybe trying to communicate something to me or, or they're not. And I can see that they're hiding something or have an expectation or whatnot. I sort of say to them, Hey, triple C, crystal clear communication. I can see that you're holding something from me. Or if they are trying to say something, but they're a bit scared to say it. I'm just like triple C I'm here. I'm listening. I want you to communicate with me properly so that we both are on that same level of understanding, you know, even if it's something that we may, we may not agree on, it's totally fine because we're communicating and we don't always have to agree. That's something that's super important, but so yeah, communication, so key. Like it's, it's like probably my number one, if I'm honest. Um, So yeah, we have to eradicate all expectations. You know, it's possible to live a life without expectations. Of course, there's going to be sort of a um, what did I? What's the other word I use for expectations? Sort of like an outline um, of what you you would sort of. I don't know. It's hard to get around, isn't it? Like I'm even still working through this myself. But you have like an ideal of how things should go or how someone should react, but you should never hold it against them. If you're going to have an ideal of something, so like, for example, in a relationship with a boyfriend and girlfriend or a girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? All the extras. If you're going to be in a relationship with them, you obviously have an ideal of how things would or should run. You know what I mean? So for me, it would be like, okay, my ideal is for you to always communicate clearly to me so that we can really have a trusting relationship and really open and honest relationship all that kind of thing. I hope that makes sense. Um I feel like that's a really good example. Um so it's sort of setting out you know putting on the table what you I mean the word is expect, I guess. But I guess if you are communicating extremely clearly and always, always voicing your opinions and and how you feel. It's never going to be a negative expectation, if that makes any sense. (laughs) I feel like I'm slightly contradicting myself and I'm like, eradicate all expectations, but like communicate clearly and they are nice ones. But I hope that makes sense. (laughs) So I want to make really clear that awareness is key for inner transformation and growth. Imagine your heart like a spotlight radiating and overflowing with love throughout your body. I think, like I said before, when you are meditating and trying to be aware of your feelings and thoughts and letting them wash over you, it's so key to be aware of how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. So I love to use the word metacognition. So metacognition is awareness and understanding of one's own thought processes. So I like to call it metacognition meditation. It is a mouthful, but I like to make that a non-negotiable in my every single day of life. I if I feel overwhelmed and I'm just not completely sure what it is, you know how sometimes you're just like, I feel so tense and I feel like I should be stressed, but I don't know what it is. Am I, am I subconsciously like missing something? Am I scared of something? Do I feel fear? You know, like I, I honestly feel that like every so often. And I honestly don't know what it is. I don't stress at all. And I think sometimes like subconsciously I kind of do. So it's not really like, it's not me on the forefront that's stressed. It's sort of subconsciously me. So I think I do sometimes get a feeling of like, why do I feel a bit off? Like I feel a little bit different, but I don't know why. And it really confuses me. And I, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my double M, (laughs) which is my metacognition meditation. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and tune in, go within myself and try and figure out what the hell's going on because I hate feeling a little bit off balance. And this is something that works so well for me. And I really hope it works well for you guys too. So we're going to move on to my favorite one, cultivating self-love in your life. So the thoughts that you think become your reality and that really Oh my God, that is so incredibly true. (laughs) So what we're going to do is replace the negative thoughts with positive thoughts. And I mean, it's the most simplest of things, but it's like, you know, when you're looking in the mirror, sometimes, I mean, it's not everyone, but I know for myself, even with the amount of love I have for myself, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, shit, (laughs) you've let yourself go a little bit like wow and then I'm like that's okay because I'm grateful that I have you know the food to be able to eat (laughs) you know that's the first grateful thing I am and then moving on to like okay but like this is my body. It takes me here every day. My heart's beating. Like I go on to all, you know, your cliche things, but it so works. It creates that self-love for me. And I'm like brought back to the center and I'm like, stop giving yourself shit. You've gained weight. Yeah. But you can lose that. It's fine. Just start nourishing yourself more. So the self-love beats the negativity with more self-love if that makes sense. So I think the key to it all is consistency. So replacing the insults you say to yourself with positive affirmations and oh my god, positive affirmations are like wow. <laughs> god, they work so well and At the beginning, I know that you feel like you sound like an absolute psycho um, because you're just talking to yourself, you know, and even still, sometimes when I say things to myself, I'm like, gosh, you're weird. Like, (laughs) Like I'm always like, I am amazing. I am happy. I am successful. And I'm like shouting these things to myself in the car, like on the way to work or like on the way home. And I'm like, (laughs) wow, people must be looking at me in my car. Like I full raise my fist and everything. Like every time I say something almost all the time. Um, so I must look like an absolute psychopath, but you know what? I love myself and I really don't care. (laughs) And I think that's really important too. When you throw your cares about what other people think, it just, it's, you know, there's nothing that can stop you. Let's be honest. Um, so yeah, consistency is absolutely key to every single thing in life. And if you ask anyone that knows me, it's just, it's so true. Um, so there's so much power in our words. So if we change the way we actively think, our subconscious mind can be become so used to pouring out the love and positivity. So subconsciously, we're always giving ourselves shit. You know, you you really have to train that subconscious mind so that we're always thinking in the positive. Just really pay attention. It's It's back to assessing how we think. We have to pay attention and be so aware of what our subconscious mind is saying and putting out there because our subconscious mind really is that negative voice in our head. And that's how I look at it because it's easier to then put down, if that makes sense. So I'm always trying to be super aware of how my subconscious is treating me and how they're talking. So where are we? I've got my notes here. So um, nourishing ourselves both internally and externally, and also in our minds is so key because if we're feeling good on the inside, like, you know, if we're nourishing ourselves with good food and that, so like literally on a cellular level, if we're feeling good, we're not going to be negative. You know, like if you don't feel shitty and sick and exhausted and drained every day, what else are you going to feel? You're going to feel enlightened. You're going to feel buzzing with energy. You're going to feel great. You know, Happy people don't talk shit. (laughs) If you're happy right down to a cellular level, you are not going to be a shit person. And I'm not saying that unhealthy people are shit people. I'm just saying they're probably more prone to negativity in their lives. And that's, I think is really like, that's the reality. So if we create new healthy habits from the information that we're receiving We're able to then turn it all around. So, if we're focusing on our strengths when we're giving ourselves positive affirmations, holy shit, girlfriend, like you're going to excel. Like, affirmations is something that I believe is a really important part of cultivating self love. You know, noticing that thought the thoughts that go through your mind when you are reciting your positive affirmations, you know, like is your subconscious mind sitting there going, shut the hell up. When you're saying to yourself, I am powerful. I am amazing. And your mind is like, no, you're not like, shut up. Like, That's when we have to be like, okay, wow. So an activity that I did from the very beginning of myself, um, (laughs) I was going to say self-discovery journey. I guess that's pretty true. Um, but as my self-development journey from the very beginning, I would sit in front of the mirror and I would say to myself, you know, I love you. You're amazing. I love your eyes. I love your confidence. I love your body. Like I would be saying these things to myself, but as I was saying them, I was hearing in my head like, no, you're not. No, you don't. You don't have that. You don't have confidence. You're not confident enough. No one admires you. No one wants to be your friend, like all of that kind of stuff. And as that was pouring through my mind, it was running down through the pen in my hand and I was writing it down. So I had written down the affirmations that I wanted to say to myself in one column and I had written positive right up the top. On the other side, I had written negative and I had left it blank for when I started to recite those positive affirmations. And as I was, you know, reciting them, this is when the negative comments started coming up and that's when I was writing it down as I was going. And I felt myself break down. I didn't want to stop because I knew it was just going to keep coming and I wanted to get it all out. So I'm huge for feeling the feelings and I'm huge for, you know, if you need to cry, cry, let it out. You can't keep it in. Keeping it in is not going to help. It's not healthy. So I I sat in front of that mirror and I said, my very last affirmation was, I love you. And with every single fiber of my being, I didn't believe it. And I mean, you can imagine what my subconscious was saying to me, like, I hate you. And I was, oh, even I can feel it now. Like, I think you can tell in my voice, like I, the ball in my throat, oh, it's like painful. I just remember the feeling, like it was dreadful, like, I was sitting there and I could feel the tears coming and I was like, just let it out. Imagine the tears are the negativity, let it out, let it out. So I was just, it was like pain. And that to me, was my breaking point. And that was when I was like, no, I have to get really, really deep. I have to dive deep into this whole world of self-development and really push forward because I can't be this person. You know, like this was a while ago. This was back when I was broken after that last relationship. Like I felt like I had no one. And at that point I hadn't even had myself. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to call in my really good friends, my family, if I'm going to call in my next, you know, partner in life, I need to love myself first. And I think we all know that quote, but it's so true. You know, you come first and if you aren't taking care of yourself and loving yourself, how are you going to hold that space and have a full cup enough to pour into others? Because you're not going to. So that's something that's super important to me. So we're going to move on from that. I'm going to cry. So, yeah, when you read the negative um, sort of words that you've written for yourself, you need to lovingly let those negative thoughts slip away. You need to, what I did was I actually burnt that piece of paper and I saw that as like a, you know, I'm letting go of these words. These words will never come through my mouth again and I will never let myself think those and even if my subconscious mind brings it up, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm going to tell it to stop because it's not true. So we're going to talk about a bit of like a an ultimate success formula. So this is not something that I came up with, like a lot, uh, a lot of these notes that I am talking about um, are coming from my journals that I've, you know, written all these key things from the books that I've read. So I can't really even tell you the source that I got it from because I didn't write it down. But anyway, so we're going to talk about this ultimate success formula. There is four steps and they're really quite simple. So the first step is deciding what you want. The second is taking action. The third is noticing what's working and what's not. And the fourth is to change your approach until you achieve what you want. So the thing that I wanted was self-love. And I mean, that's huge. It was a really big thing back then. I didn't think that it was going to be something that I really could achieve. But in reality, everything is achievable if you set your mind to it. So... My goal was self-love. The way that I was going to take action, there was many many ways, but the first thing that I wrote down was affirmations. And it's really quite simple and the more and more I did it every single day, it just set in more and more what I wanted and why I wanted to achieve it. So what I noticed was that was working was the affirmations. They were working and they were working really well. What wasn't working was the fact that I wasn't doing it enough. So when I would do my affirmations, I would do it in the morning and I'd look in the mirror and I'd tell myself all these great things when I was getting ready. And then that was it for the day. And sometimes when I thought about it, I'd do it at nighttime when I was taking my makeup off. So, But I found that during the day in that big gap, It was falling back again and i was giving myself shit again so what i decided to do was change my approach and start every single time i felt that negativity come back i would either go to the bathroom and look in the mirror or i would just sort of whisper it to myself or think it in my head a positive affirmation that's when i discovered that i was really making strides and waves in my life To achieving my goal, which was self-love. And obviously, as time went on, I I put more things into that. So I took more action. I did more things um, to be able to really love myself. And I can, you know, safely say that I achieved that. I love myself sick and there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) So something else that I really wanted to touch on was cultivating positive beliefs. A belief is a sense of certainty about something. Certainty carries power great leaders are rarely realistic. They're accurate. Eliminate your disempowering beliefs and replace them with empowering beliefs. So beliefs fall under three categories. So there's opinions, beliefs, and convictions. So an opinion is something we feel relatively certain about, but the certainty is only temporary because it can be changed easily. A belief is formed when we begin to develop a much larger base of reference legs and especially reference legs about which we have strong emotions. And then a conviction eclipses a belief primarily because of the emotional intensity a person links to an idea. A person holding a conviction does not only feel certain but gets angry if their conviction is even questioned. So beliefs are like possessions, and convictions are simply more valued possessions, which allow an individual to passionately work toward either large scale or individual completion of goals, projects, wishes, or desires. So I really love to sit down um, anytime I want to come up with sort of like a new belief or, or I'm just sort of reassessing my life in general. I like to sit down and have a look and split everything up. So I'm like, okay, is it an opinion? Is it a belief or is it a conviction? These are really in-depth ways to understand the, you know, the way you feel about certain things in your life. So I really like to do this because it can set in stone how you feel about things. So You know, obviously, like I said, an opinion is something that, you know, it can be changed easily. And that's good if it's a negative opinion. And, you know, obviously, if it's something that is a negative thing for all involved, obviously, someone is going to look at someone's opinion that they think is wrong, but it's not hurting anyone for that person to have that belief. But to that person that has that negative belief, it's not negative to them because it's their opinion. However, you know, we obviously want positive beliefs in our lives. So, you know, the belief is something that maybe you've had since you were younger. You were raised that way. Um, Something that you feel really strongly about. I would like to have all of my positive beliefs be convictions because to me, all of my positive beliefs are something that is really, really serious to me. And I want it all set in stone and. Um, I do look at my positive beliefs, well, my positive convictions as valued possessions because they're something that is so important to me and something that's really helped me along my self-development journey. Um, and if you really want me to go into more depth within this um and talk about, you know, neuro-linguistic programming that is very difficult for me to say very fast. Um, there's things that I can go so in depth with because um, I've got so many notes. Like I said, at one point, I've read over 50 self-development books. I have so many topics that I can talk about. Um, but I really hope that you gained something from today's episode. Um, I would absolutely love for you to comment. I'm going to do a little post about today's episode on my Instagram. So if you can find that post, um, you... I would love for you to post just like one thing that you took away from today's episode, or it could be 10 things, or it could be 15 things. I would love to know what you thought about today's episode and what you really took away. What was the most important thing that you feel you learned from today's episode? That would be amazing. Anyway, I am going to cut it off here because I feel like I've been talking for a very long time. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you next time.